Welcome. This is Victoria Schneps, publisher of Schneps Media, and today bringing you Power Woman Podcast. I'm thrilled to bring today Josiane Peluso, who has had a great career that I know you're going to want to hear about. So I just wanted to welcome you, Josiane, and to, um, I love that name. How did you come to have such a pretty name, Josiane? I was actually named after my grandmother. It's was that fr- her real name? That was her real name, Josiane. Because it sometimes is a combination of two people in your family that are special to you. No, um, it's actually spelt as one name, J-O-S-I-A-N-E. It's a French name. Ah, okay. That's why we don't hear it too much, but it's so beautiful. So I welcome you, and I am so pleased that you're able to join us. And I wanted to ask you, in your um, life, do you recall who impacted you to be the success you are today? Who potentially either mentored you or had this wonderful, um, shall I say, celebration that you had ambition today that was impacted yesterday? Well, first, I want to start off, Vicki, by saying it's an honor and privilege to be here today. It's truly very exciting to be part of such a powerful movement, a woman, power woman podcast. So first of all, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Well, who inspired me growing up? Who mentored me? One one person was my grandmother, Lucille. So I'm actually named after my father's mother, Josie Ann. And my mother's mother, Lucille, was a woman that really helped raise me growing up. Um, she was really just an elegant and classy woman who always had her priorities straight. She knew what was important, what wasn't, and how to eliminate the unimportant. She planned everything she did, from the clothes she wore, to the meals she made, to the gifts she bought. She was very, very prepared. Um, she had extreme courage, hard work, and willpower. Um, She inspired me throughout my whole life until the day she passed. She spoke to people, not about people, which I really respect. Interesting. Yes, a little thing like that can make a big difference. Never heard her talk about people regardless of what she was encountering or facing. She always spoke to people, not about them. And she helped me to truly understand at a young age what it was to be mindful of the words we speak and the actions we take. Oh, talk about bullying today, but <laughs> she could be needed here. We have to have her force and, around and us. And the impact it had on others based on the words and your actions that you know I would, I would portray. Um, she handled everything with a smile and always held herself with dignity and respect. She always stood true to what was important to her, despite choices that in opportunities she was focused on what was important so in the end she taught me the importance of prioritization prioritizing focus also just being focused to get to your goals and discipline those are very powerful words that you really can't uh, you know just count off because each one of them has probably had an impact on your life absolutely absolutely the second woman is my mother carolyn my mother is the nicest human being I've ever met. Now, don't cry. She has taught me to be compassionate to all people. She taught me what it is to what it means to give unconditionally, how to understand before being understood. Hmm. Really listening empathetically. Seeking, Were you an only child? No, I have a brother who's five years older, but we're two different genders, five years apart. So it was like we were individually only children. Yes, interesting. But 
we're we're siblings, of course, and we 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 have a very close relationship. Now, my mother worked tirelessly, three jobs when I was younger. So my grandmother played a very important role because she was more than caretaking, keeping yes. everything in order. And my mom worked three different jobs to support my brother and I. And she she still to this day believes in me, supports me. I think those are major things when you have that kind of unconditional love, it sounds like to me. Absolutely. It's a blessing. And my mother has a very strong Brooklyn raised as well. What neighborhood? Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Oh, my goodness. And you live there now. And I still live there now. My mother was born and raised. My father was born and raised. And I still reside. So my mother has this real strong personality despite... But come on. She's got Brooklyn in her blood. (laughs) And I know something about you that you also got your master's degree at Brooklyn College, and so did I. Oh, well, look at that. I love it. What is your master's in? I was a master of teaching, so education was my master's degree. What about you? I have a master's in community health education. And you stayed in that field. Tell and me I, a little bit about what you're doing now. Yes, yes. So I work for United Healthcare as a Medicare Marketing and Sales Director. Ah, so you work with people in sales. Okay, it's all about people. And it's serving the community. It's of about course. giving, you know, and serving the community. And United Healthcare is focused on achieving the triple aim, improving healthcare affordability, outcomes, and the patient consumer experience. And their mission is to help people live healthier lives. So it's a direct correlation to community health education and what I study. Well, you know, talk about health. I think mental health. Look at you having this fabulous background of being able to have this strong, solid childhood of being loved and adored by your family, by your mother, your grandmother. You know, it's interesting how it impacts you now. So in terms of your life now, besides working, what else are you doing with your life? Because it sounds to me like you have a lot of things that keep you going. Yes, that's very true. I am currently a mentee in a mentorship program called Wings for Growth, Women's Initiative to Nurture Growth and Success. Oh, that sounds interesting. It's a wonderful program. I started the program in August. I'm the fourth cohort within the, the organization has launched since it took flight. Oh, how powerful. Now, how do you get to be mentoring that particular person? How do you find who you will mentor? So the organization actually um, does the, 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 the pairing of the oh, mentee okay. to mentor based on the goals and objectives you're entering into the, the, the program for. They select it for you. And it is company industry agnostic. So although I'm in healthcare sales at this point in marketing, they pair me up with someone else who's a COO of a cosmetic, um, you know, worldwide cosmetic line. So it's really just identifying and creating synergy to have the most effective relationship for the mentee and the mentor. It's called Women's Initiative to Nurture Growth and Success. And Wings is always looking for committed and passionate women who know how it important it is to learn from mentors in their career journey. And I do consider that to be a key to success, to succeed in this work. Well, you know, it's interesting. We have this event called Power Women. And when we delivered the Power Women Awards, which, by the way, we call them, instead of Oscars, we call them Vickies. But they're as big and heavy as an Oscar. It's creating a network of women in business involved in the community and in a way for us to be able to mentor each other. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's nothing more powerful than each of us mentoring other women. So is there um, something that came to you that got you involved in this mentoring program? How did you get started in doing Because I remember you shared with me that there was someone who mentored you. 
Mm-hmm. Is that true that they mentored you and then you got mentored into this wonderful organization? Well, I've been mentored as a young adolescent. So oh. I really started career planning, goal setting as an adolescent through my high school guidance counselor, Miss Deborah. Um, I was about 15 years old and you know, she would come into our classroom and do different things on um, different health topics. And that's how I actually even entered into knowing about health promotion and community health. Look how early it started. So early, exactly. Um, and to this day, we still meet. We have tea every month. Uh, we talk about life. And all these years, to this day, supports my inner strength, guidance, and self-love. She just supports me in developing that 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 navigation. Well, you know, that kind of person in your life, we talked a little bit earlier about, who got you um, started in terms of your own self-regard. So here at 15, you had this wonderful teacher. How lucky is that? Very, very, very lucky. And to this day, we're lifelong friends now. Oh, how sweet the, the, is that? The, the dynamics of the relationship have shifted. Uh, so it's wonderful. And we started career planning, and that's when my passion for public and community community health led me to where I am today. Wow. So were you the first in your family to get a college degree and then a master's degree? I was the first to get a master's degree. Okay. Well, that's a big <laughs> I have achievement. older cousins, and they did get bachelor's degrees, but I was the first to get a master's degree. Well, I think, you know, it took me five years because I was working, and I heard you also I worked, worked, and yes. then you went after school. To, I mean, I was a teacher, so at 3 o'clock I went, took myself to Brooklyn College and went on my, you know, classes for a few days a week and every summer. Exactly that. So I was actually working full-time while I was pursuing my master's. I worked um, in a call center for a non-for-profit health care, managed care organization at the time called Health Plus. They've dissolved and been acquired by these big national, comp- national company at this well, point. I remember Health Plus when it had its uh, babies on a cloud. Do you remember that? Yes, advertisement. advertisement. Yes. yes. Talk about the power of marketing. Yes. They and really they built s- their brand. They did, they did. Um, So I was working in a call center and I would go work during the day, you know, 8.30 to five and then get on the train from Borough Hall because they were on Adams Street at the time. Oh yes. And then I would get on and go take the train to Junction, Junction, Mm -hmm. the last stop on the four of the five, get off, go to night classes. And then either my mother caringly would pick me up if she could and take me back, because I live in Williamsburg, and Brooklyn College is in Midland. The other end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Or I would take the train right right back to my home. But um, Brooklyn College was a great education, I have to say. And I chose CUNY Institution for my master's degree since I did private undergrad, simply because I was financing my own education. And I had to do was the most um, cost-effective at that point, because leaving an undergrad, making, you know, entry-level salary, and then coming out and knowing the importance of getting advanced a graduate to post. I'm, I'm smiling because I went to NYU, <laughs> but that was financed by my parents. And then I got married in my senior year of college, and my new husband said, "You want a master's degree? You better go to CUNY." <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have a very similar, you know, reasons why we went there, but it served us well. Absolutely. absolutely. Do you feel that an education, an advanced education, has helped you in your career? It has, and it. it Besides just the knowledge base that you generate from the classes that you take, it makes you think at a higher level. It really does. Separate from subject matters that you learn about and how you apply them to your industry, it also creates a sense of teamwork when you're working on group projects. Master's degree projects are typically group projects. They're very 
it's very sparing that you'll have a project you do just by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's very much a collaboration within the students. And like in the workplace, you'll have people who put in 150% effort, go above and beyond, and then you have people who are the last day of the deadline showing up, <laughs> right. barely prepared. And it doesn't matter because at the end, the degree belongs to everybody. Well, here we go, right into the uh, segue, which is what advice would you give other women to, what shall I say, secrets to success, to be as successful as you are? Because, you know, it's not easy to be a success. And I would love to hear what you would recommend other women do to be successful. So I think, for me, what has always worked is goal setting. You have to be clear about your personal goals, goals you want to accomplish in your professional role, and goals of the business, whatever business that you're in. So I always list out at least five goals for each distinct set. So personal goals you want to accomplish in your per, in your current role and your business goals. And then I read them, I grade them from high, medium, or low. And you identify because that helps set priorities and then you attach you attach a deadline to it which holds you accountable. It's mm. always helped me accountable to getting to that goal. And how do you measure your goals? They have to be measurable. So goal setting for certain. The other thing I've been doing and working on this year with my mentor which has been really deep work but impactful is identifying your primary aim. What is my primary aim? And creating a mission statement around it. So your primary aim is about your life, the essence of your purpose, your innermost driving force. It has nothing to do with material things. Title, house, how big your house is, kind of car, how luxurious your car. It's nothing to do with that, your primary aim. It gives you the ability to live your life intentionally. People don't understand the power of intentions and how impactful that could be. So it's about making conscious choices consistent with what's important to you and to better serve your purpose. And one of the things that I think are very important is to remember that progress and growth takes patience. Persistent, mm-hmm. persistence, and I perseverance. That I love that word. <laughs> and perseverance. Perseverance. We must be willing to readjust our sales and accept rejection as not rejection, but as a form of redirection. Well, I believe when they say no is when the sale begins. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to get a yes. It's much harder to overcome a no, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, the other thing, I think mindset. Mindset determines everything. So when I'm faced with a challenge, I say to myself, what is this person or this situation trying to teach me? Once I get my answer, I apply, and a lot of times it's, what is it trying to teach me? Not so much about judgment of the individual or the situation. Once I get my answer, I apply what I've learned, let go of the rest, and I reframe the way I see myself in the situation and the, and or the, you know, the individual. So my primary aim is to design a prosperous, fulfilling life that creates positive impact, influence, and outcomes for myself and others. Well, that's very heavy. That's very heavy and very important, and you really hit the mark. I love what you're saying I about am designing that. my life, Vicki. Yeah, I love it. Everyone gets to design their life. Look at what you've designed. Look at this. Well, you know, it wasn't a plan, but it happened. But I do think your peas, your persistence, your patience, your perseverance is what's made you a great success. And I thank you so much for being with us today. And it's the power woman in play. And this is Victoria Schneps from Schneps Media. Be listening. Keep tuned to Power Women. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.